Hello everyone, this is Urvashi Chahan. Welcome to Courts Today by Live Law, where we bring you the latest developments from all courts across India. Let us start. Starting with an update on the Supreme Court hearing on caste-based survey in Bihar. As you know that Patna High Court delivered its verdict earlier this month, upholding the survey as perfectly valid and dismissed the petitions challenging it. Multiple petitions were filed in the Supreme Court challenging the decision. Today, the bench of Justices Sanjeev Khanna and SVN Bhatti heard the matter. Senior advocate Sham Divan, appearing for the state of Bihar, informed the bench that the government had completed the exercise. On the apprehension of a violation of privacy rights, he assured that the caste data was not going to be published. Senior advocate C.S. Vedyanathan, appearing on behalf of Youth for Equality, argued that the 2017 Puttaswami ruling laid down the requirement that privacy could only be impined upon by a just, fair and reasonable law which has to stand the test of proportionality. But the survey was notified by the state government through the publication of a notification in the official gazette and did not enjoy the sanction of any statute. The bench questioned whether the right to privacy under Article 21 would be affected since only cumulative data and not personal data relating to each participant would be released by the government. Justice Sanjeev Khanna also asked whether it was a violation of participants' privacy when a caste survey is carried out in a state like Bihar where everyone knows their neighbor's caste. The arguments in the matter will continue on Monday. Stay tuned with us. The Supreme Court today issued notice in a plea filed by two women of the Kuki tribal community seeking a direction to government hospitals to provide free medical treatment to persons fleeing violence in the state of Manipur. The plea had also sought for appropriate guidelines directing the police to lodge zero FIRs as the local police has shown resistance in registering FIRs so far. The bench led by Chief Justice D.Y. Chandrachud and comprising of Justice Sanjay Karol and Justice Manoj Mishra while issuing notice also tagged the matter along with other pleas before it relating to Manipur violence. In another update, the Supreme Court today agreed to list the appeals of CBI challenging the bail granted by Jharkhand High Court to Rashtriya Janta Dal Chief Lalu Prasad Yadav in the fodder scam cases. The bench led by CJ Chandrachud and comprising of Justice Sanjay Karol and Justice Manoj Mishra will hear the matter on 25th August. I am sure you already know that Mr. Lalu Prasad Yadav was convicted in four fodder scam cases pertaining to fraudulent withdrawal of money from Deoghar, Dumka and Chaibasa treasuries in Jharkhand. In April 2021, Jharkhand High Court granted him bail in the case relating to fraudulent withdrawal of 3.13 crores from Dumka Treasury on the ground that he had served half of his prison term. The RJD chief has also been convicted and sentenced to five years in prison and a fine of 60 lakhs by a special court in Ranchi for a fifth fodder scam case pertaining to fraudulent withdrawal from Doranda Treasury in February this year. But he has been granted bail in all the cases. The CBI has now challenged the grant of bail before the apex court. Stay tuned for more updates. 
a new angle of connected murders relating to the death of anti-superstition crusader Narendra Dabolkar was today argued before the Supreme Court. A division bench of the Supreme Court comprising Justices Sanjay Kishan Kaul and Sudhanshu Dholia today resumed its hearing on a plea challenging Bombay High Court's refusal to continue monitoring the murder case of Narendra Dabolkar. Narendra Dabolkar, a rationalist and social activist, was shot dead by extremist elements on his morning walk in 2013. In 2014, the High Court transferred the probe to CBI from Pune Police and since then the court had been monitoring the progress of the case. Further, in 2021, the special Pune Court framed charges against alleged mastermind Virendra Singh Tavade. It charged him and three others for murder, conspiracy and terror-related offences under the UAPA. The fifth accused, advocate Sanjeev Punalekar, was charged with destruction of evidence. But in April this year, the Bombay High Court had refused to continue monitoring the murder investigation, saying that there could not be perpetual monitoring. And as the charge sheet had been filed, the rights of the accused had to be considered. Now, Mukta Dabolkar, daughter of Narendra, has challenged the High Court's decision before the Apex Court. Senior advocate Anand Grover, appearing for the petitioner, argued that the issues involved were twofold. Firstly, the CBI investigation was not completed when the order was passed. And secondly, even perfunctionary evidence indicated that murders of Govind Pansare, Dr. Narendra Dabolkar, Professor M. M. Kalburgi and Gauri Langesh were interconnected. The bench has granted two weeks to senior advocate Anand Grover for filing of some additional documents, which will also facilitate additional Solicitor General Eshwarya Bhati appearing for the CBI in examining the issue of a larger conspiracy. In another update, the Supreme Court today again adjourned the bail application of former JNU scholar and activist Umar Khalid in connection with the Delhi riots case. As you are aware, he has been behind bars since September 2020, awaiting his trial under the UAPA for his alleged involvement in the larger conspiracy surrounding the communal violence that broke out in February 2020 in the national capital. Today, a bench of Justices Aniruddha Bose and Bela Trivedi was hearing Khalid's special leave petition challenging the decision of the Delhi High Court, which denied him bail last year. As soon as the matter was taken, Justice Bose told Khalid's lawyer, senior advocate Kapil Sibyl, that the matter will have to be heard on a non-miscellaneous day. Non-miscellaneous days are Tuesdays, Wednesdays and Thursdays. That is when hearing matters are taken. Sibyl agreed to the suggestion and accordingly, the matter was posted after two weeks. Let me tell you, this is the fourth adjournment in the matter. Last week, the matter was adjourned because Justice Prashant Kumar Mishra recused himself from the case. Before this, on 12th July, the matter was adjourned after Delhi Police sought more time to file a counter-affidavit and again on July 24th, it was adjourned after a letter of adjournment was circulated by Khalid's counsel. The Supreme Court today came down heavily on an advocate on record while dismissing his contempt petition filed against the Secretary General and Registrar Judicial Administration of the Supreme Court for allegedly not listing a matter despite direction of the court to do so. 
The Apex Court expressed its strong displeasure and called it a browbeating tactic and an abuse of the process of law. The contempt plea was filed in connection with a bail application in a matter pertaining to abetment of suicide. Deprecating the petition, a division bench of Justice B.R. Gawai and Justice Prashant Kumar Mishra said that merely because a matter was not listed on a date specified by the court, it cannot be a ground to initiate contempt proceedings against the Secretary General and the Registrar of the court, as there are certain difficulties on account of which matters may not be listed. Also, the court initially imposed a cost of rupees 25,000 on the petitioner but later recalled it after SCBA President Adish Agarwala tendered an unconditional apology on behalf of the petitioner, who is a member of the Bar Association. In an important update, the Supreme Court has held that maternity benefits have to be granted even if the period of benefit goes beyond the term of contractual employment. In this case, the appellant had joined as a pathology doctor on contractual basis at Janakpuri Hospital run by NCT Delhi. Her contract was subject to renewal every year for up to maximum three years. On 24th May, she applied for maternity leave from 1st June 2017 in terms of Section 5 of the Maternity Benefit Act of 1961. The employer, however, provided benefits only up to 11th June on the ground that after the end of three-year contractual period, she became disentitled to any benefit. A three-judge bench comprising Justices Aniruddh Bose, Justice Sanjay Kumar and Justice SVN Bhatti was hearing the appeal against the Delhi High Court ruling that restricted maternity benefits to 11-day period. The counsel for respondent argued that once the term of the contract ended, there could not be a notional extension of the same by giving her the benefit of the act. But the Apex Court allowed the appeal and underlined that the statute itself provides for continuation of benefits beyond the term of employment because that entitlement to medical benefits as per Section 5 of the Act goes beyond the confines of employment duration. While discharging three men in a case relating to 2020 Northeast Delhi riots, a Delhi court said it is suspicious that the investigating officer of Delhi police manipulated evidence and filed charge sheets in a predetermined and mechanical manner. The judge referred the matter back to Delhi police to make assessment of the investigation done in the case, to take further action in conformity with law and to bring the complaints to a legal and logical end. The judge discharged Akhil Ahmed, Rahish Khan and Irshad, who were accused of rioting, being members of an unlawful assembly and committing vandalism during the riots. And lastly, an update on the new Gurugram demolitions. As you know that authorities have reportedly demolished several illegal shanties, temporary shops and certain concrete structures allegedly belonging to persons involved in communal violence which broke out earlier this month. In a bold move, a bench comprising Justices G.S. Sandhavalia and Harpreet Kaur Jeevan had initiated a Suomoto case and had stayed the demolition drive. Today, a bench comprising Chief Justice R.S. Jha and Justice Arun Palli was hearing the Suomoto case. The court adjourned the hearing for enabling the Haryana government to file its reply in the matter. The request to file a reply was made by Additional Advocate General Deepak Sabarwal. 
Also, let me tell you today, a bench of justices Sanjeev Khanna and S V N Bhatti of the Supreme Court heard a batch of petitions seeking action against hate speeches, including a recently filed plea seeking action against calls made by several groups for social and economic boycott of Muslims following the No Guru Gram communal violence in Haryana. Today's hearing was adjourned until Friday, that is, twenty fifth August. Stay tuned with us. Thank you for joining us. If you wish to know more details about the cases I mentioned here, you can visit our website at www.livelaw.in. Stay ahead with quick legal updates only on Live Law. Do not forget to like, share, and subscribe and support us. You can also support us by donating through the thanks button at the bottom of our videos, or consider becoming a member at just eighty-nine rupees per month.